Ladies and gentlemen, Jews and Gentiles, today we celebrate rock stars that have gone from us too soon on the Rock and Roll Jew Show. Yeah. How's your gig? Uh, well, uh, it's pretty damn, it's okay. It's yeah. all right. That's pretty good. It's not bad. You know what I noticed we have tonight? We have the, uh, we have, um, off the exit ramp, off the 405 rugs. You know what I mean? We got those rugs that they sell, that they hang up on the fence by the highway rugs. And Rami made a jacket out of them. <laughs> no, come on. No, 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 no. I like them. I like our new rugs. You got a new rug, T? No, I you... got the same old one. Crap. Same old black rug. So Taylor, besides being the best fucking drummer I've ever seen in my life, I think he's great. Much too kind, sir. You know I love you, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> you know I love you too, buddy. I mean, I'd fuck, I really love you, man. I love you too. Okay. All right. Let's do this, fucker. Not you being the fucker, the song being the fucker. <laughs> All right, fucker. No, I didn't mean you being One, the fucker. One, two, three, four, See, I didn't mean fucker. You the fuck. I didn't mean you being, you know. One, two, Smothers three, brothers. four.
Hi, and hello again, friends. David Jacobs, the rock and roll Jew. This is the rock and roll Jew show. The website is rockandrolljewshow.com. As I said, David Jacobs, your fearless host. Well, we heard from the Foo Fighters there, Cold Day in the Sun, featuring Taylor Hawkins on vocals. Dave comes in a little later. And it's been a few weeks now. I'm maybe a little late. But uh, it occurred to me that there are many rock stars that have died way too soon. Taylor Hawkins, gone from us at just 50 years old. It is so shockingly young. But then when I did my looking and I thought in my head of all the other rock stars that have died young, I was shocked to see how many there were. I could be here doing a show for you for days on end if I played all of the people that I could think of that have gone too soon. You know, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix. It, the list goes on and on and on. I can't do everything. So I just picked out a few that happened to me. My favorites, David Bowie, you know. Um, I just picked the ones that I felt like picking for today. Of course, the list is endless. I'm sorry if I don't play your favorite and I know there are ones that I'm missing that are, you know, epic, so important. But, you know, I could be, I could be here for days. It seems to be a horrible thing. Um, so that's what we're doing today. We're paying tribute to dead rock stars that have been gone much too soon from our lives. And uh, Taylor Hawkins being just the latest. I can't imagine what Dave Grohl is going through, as many of you are probably thinking. Losing Kurt Cobain, first of all. Now Taylor Hawkins, two bandmates in epic bands that were so important. But Taylor, he knew much, much, much longer than even Kurt. I mean, I, I, I don't know. You must be thinking, what? I mean, I'd be terrified to go back to a band. Who else is going to die? Everyone seems to die in my bands. I don't want anyone to die. I'm just not going to do it anymore, you know. Um, I don't know what he's going to decide. I don't know whether the Foo Fighters are done or not done or what they'll do. I'm sure they'll take their own sweet time, and they should, and God bless them all. It's got to be a really, really screwed up thing. And everyone's shocked, of course, because Taylor looked so good. I saw the video of the last concert he ever did, and he looked fabulous. But you don't know what's going on. And I'm not going to speculate, as others have, about this or about that. But you don't know a lot of underlying health things that either you haven't been told or that nobody knows. There are many people that have heart defects, for instance. Since he called about chest pains, it's a logical assumption that something going on with his heart Many people have heart defects that they don't even know about, and then, boom, they just pop up one day and get you. It's happened many times. It could be as simple as a heart defect that nobody knew or a heart weakness that nobody knew. Maybe he had a little this, a little that, and it finally pushed his heart weakness over the edge, but really it was the weakness. Again, that's all the speculation I'm going to do. Don't know, don't care, doesn't matter. Just shocking to lose a talented person. So we started with Foo Fighters for Dave. The uh, second one, we'll go with Taylor. Taylor had 
many side projects, actually, quite a few side projects with all kinds of people. Um, and so I'm going back to uh, one of his bands called Coattail Riders. And I found this song that I really, I really love called Middle Child. So let's go. Our first tribute to Taylor himself, solo. It's the Coattail Riders with Middle Child.
Majority Leader, the riots have continued for- You look at the facts. No, excuse me. Yeah, nice track. Nice tune. Taylor can write songs. He can sing. The guy's not just a great drummer. It's really pretty amazing when you get down to it. All right, moving on. And again, these are just my personal picks. There's no particular rhyme or reason. I did think a much longer list in my head, and it's impossible to leave people out. So you just got to go with your gut. So we'll stay in the Pacific Northwest and go with Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell, Soundgarden, Solo, some side projects. Um, He had arguably the best voice of his generation, period. There's others which are great, but would you really put up a large argument if I told you or suggested to you that Chris Cornell had the best voice of his generation? I don't think you would. The guy was absolutely phenomenal. Tortured as well, which is too bad. And so many of these guys, like Kurt Cobain, lead these secret tortured lives for whatever reason, despite the fame and the money and the this and the that, sometimes because of those things. But it's just such a shame that they live these tortured lives for whatever reason. Chris dealt with depression and stuff for many, many years. And no matter how put together or okay they seem, you never know what's really going on well below the surface. It's just a shame that we lost a really a great one. He died in 2017. He was just 52. And the song I'm going to pick is one called Sun Shower. This is not a very well-known song, but it's really one of my absolute favorites. It comes off a soundtrack to a movie called Great Expectations. I love this track. It's not very well known. There's a good chance you've never heard it, but it's so good. So rest in peace and God bless Chris Cornell, one of the best to ever do it. This one's called Sun Shower.
great Chris Corn score. The great Kirk. I can't speak. The great Chris Cornell for you here on the Rock and Roll Juice Show. Now we come to one of the biggies. I'm not going to say the biggest, you know, it's all relative, but, you know, John Lennon. John Lennon, man. I mean, truly one of the most important singer-songwriters, rock stars ever. Who was not influenced by the Beatles? Coming from any genre, so many bands wouldn't exist or certainly wouldn't exist in the form that you know them without the Beatles. The Foo Fighters wouldn't exist without the Beatles. And neither would countless other bands. The Beatles arguably were the biggest influence in the history of all music. Maybe Chuck Berry, you could put up there Little Richard, those guys, because they were the influence for the Beatles themselves. But I think the Beatles' influence was even bigger than that. John Lennon, you know, what did they call Kurt Cobain when he died? The new, the next John Lennon. I mean, just, you don't get much more iconic than that. John Lennon died in 1980, and he is the youngest on our list at 40. You think, Taylor Hawkins, you're shocked because he died at 50? John Lennon died at 40. 40. It's so shocking when I look back and really think about that. How many decades of music did we miss out on? And I know not just us, his family, his son, you know, missed out on him. 40. Everyone remembers where they were when they learn that John Lennon died, if you're of a certain age. It's one of those things. You remember it like it was yesterday. I was in my house in Newport Beach, California. I was upstairs in a side bedroom. Upstairs, there's two rooms, my room and another room. The other room was a guest room, quote-unquote, and partially my dad's office. That's where I was, in that room, watching a football game on this little tiny TV that dad had up there. And then Howard Cosell comes on and he tells you, John Lennon's been shot in New York and he's dead. And you hear it, but you don't comprehend it. It's like, wait, what? It's, it takes a while to penetrate for you to understand and accept that this was what you were just told. It's so shocking. You, it takes a while to deal with that. Like, John Lennon? It, it was shocking. It was horrific. It was unbelievable. Everybody who was of age knows where they were and what they were doing. They remember it like it was, like it was yesterday. Unbelievable. So what we're going to do with John today is one of the things that makes the Beatles and John Lennon so iconic and so incredible is many of their songs are as relevant today as they were 40 and 50 years ago when they were written. Now, he's got a song. I'm not even going to a Beatles song. I'm going to a John Lennon solo song called Give Me Some Truth. And for me, this was the anthem 
of the Trump area. It's the anthem of the new GOP. In this song, he, he, he's singing about um, Richard Nixon. But listen carefully and tell me if this song isn't completely and utterly relevant today. A hundred percent relevant today as it was way back then. And that's why John Lennon is an icon and a genius and whatever else you want to call him. This is a stunning song and it holds so much truth for today. Like I said, it's, it's shocking and it's incredible. John Lennon, give me some truth. I'm sick and tired of hearing things from uptight, short-sighted, narrow-minded hypocrites. All I want is the truth. Just give me some truth. I've had enough of reading things by neurotic, psychotic, pig-headed politicians. All I want is the truth. Just give me some truth. Next up on the hit parade, 
Next up on the death parade. <laughs> I'm sorry, can we have a little bit of fun with this? I mean, I'll respect, obviously. Another giant. Another giant that is one of a kind, completely and utterly irreplaceable. There will never be another like him. Ever. Freddie Mercury of Queen. I might argue to you again that he had the best voice of his generation. You wouldn't put up too much of an argument. But not just the voice, a showman. What a showman. What a front man. The performance that he put on with all of it. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Freddie was magnificent. I don't even know what kind of adjectives to use. Just incredible. Again, nobody like him never going to see his like again at all. The talent, the showmanship, the everything. Freddie died in 1991 at just 45. Just 45. He's the second oldest to die next to John Lennon. Just 45. AIDS, of course, cut down so many people, so much talent, so much humanity, that disease just wiped out. It was pretty scary. Again, if you're of age and you live through the, the heart of the AIDS crisis, it was scary. Not just for gay people who first were the primary people who were uh, attracting this disease, but for everybody. This is a disease cutting down humanity. So Freddie caught, cut short, and the, um, the story is he recorded right to the end, right to the very end. He wanted to be in the studio recording as much as he possibly could till the last to get everything he possibly could get out of himself. And so that's what they did. And the band said, I don't, fine, we'll be here 24-7, whatever you need, we will record everything and it won't be because uh, we need to sleep. And they, they, they were just there for him, pumping out stuff. So for um, Freddie Mercury, I'm just going with my favorite Queen song. I mean, it's almost impossible to pick a, a favorite, favorite Queen song, right? But I do have one. It's the one that I've always loved and always come back to. And, you know, hey, you have yours, I have mine. Mine happens to be Spread Your Wings. It's always hard to know whether to play the studio or the live because they're both really great uh, for different reasons. That Queen Live Killers album, by the way, I think that's underrated. When you think of live albums in the 70s, epic live albums of the 70s, you think of Peter Frampton. Frampton Comes Alive, of course. You think of Ted Nugent, Double Live Gonzo. You might think of Aerosmith. And... There's probably some others that I'm forgetting, forgive me, but I think that Queen Live Killers, you never hear anyone talk about it in that pantheon of live albums, but that's a great live album. That was one of my favorites. I played that thing over and over and over and over again, constantly. It's got this crackling energy that Frampton Comes Alive has that just can't be equaled in the studio. With that being said, I'm going to play the studio version of, of Spread Your Wings. I don't know why. Um, 
Anyway, the great Freddie Mercury and Queen, spread your wings. Watching the show over and over again. Knew it was time he'd made up his mind to leave his dead life behind. His boss had to.
Alrighty. Last but certainly not least, we're going for something slightly more contemporary. Again, I would have put Bowie on this list. I would have put um, Jim Morrison, Hendrix. I can't think of all the others. I, I had a whole list in my head going. Um, you know, so many others I would have put on here. But at some point, you just got to do what you got to do. And then into my head popped another real icon, huge, just really, um, in a lot of ways, changed the industry and the sound and was just very, very iconic. And it's Prince. Prince is a little contemporary for me, coming from, you know, the late 70s and 80s, but I can't deny Prince. Iconic, fantastic, innovative as hell. You just can't deny the guy. He was amazing. Prince died in 2016, and I had forgotten that, and I thought, gee, that's not very long ago. That's not very long at all. He was 57. So Prince is the oldest of our particular group at 57. John Lennon was the youngest at 40. What I remember most uh, about Prince was 1984, right? Everyone, 1984, it was my freshman year at Gonzaga University. And, you know, music is a big part of college. People are playing music in the dorms, and it's just a big part of, of youth life. So 1984, in my freshman year, was just the thing. It was everywhere. And the movie came out, and the music was just, there were so many hit singles, you couldn't escape it. Prince was absolutely everywhere and dominating the charts. And so I remember that album just being so dominant in that year. And it was funny because <laughs> I have two friends. One friend was a big-time Prince fan. And he's playing 1984 all the time. And I have another friend who's a Springsteen nut. This guy is a Springsteen just devotee. And it was hilarious to see these guys go back and forth, all in good fun. But they're just giving each other the shit about, oh, Springsteen, I don't know what that is, some old fogey prince. This is the guy. Oh, prince, who the hell is this dude with his makeup and his motorcycle? I don't know what you're doing. Springsteen, man, this is the guy, the storyteller. And they would just shoot the shit and give each other crap all the time, back and forth about Springsteen and um, and Prince. It was hilarious to watch. Oh, and good fun, obviously. So that's Prince. I just think instantly of my freshman year in college. You know, it just it dominated that that year. You know, um, so we will go out with that. The most contemporary artist, the oldest on my particular list. Like I said, the list could go on for days and days and days. There's a bazillion artists who have died too soon, you know, sometimes from drugs and alcohol, many times, although there's so many who have lived through all of that. For all the rock stars that died due to drugs or alcohol, right? Hendrix, probably Morrison, whatever. You got people like Keith Richards and many others who've taken just the same number of drugs and alcohol, maybe even more, and they survive. And others don't. It's in some ways, maybe just dumb luck. Just dumb luck, you know? Why did Keith Richards live and Jimi Hendrix didn't? 
I mean, really. Dumb luck sometimes. Um, and just so unfortunate, you know. It's tough to pick a Prince song. There's a million of them. I like many of them for very different reasons. So I just had to pull one out of the hat. And again, I, I didn't want to pick something that was, you know, you've heard a bazillion times. Didn't want to pick one of the big hits. Because that's just not me. So we're going a little deeper. Thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Again, rockandrolljewshow.com is the website that you can go to. And I'll be back again, hopefully a little sooner. There was a bit more of a delay on this show because my floors have being, are being redone. Oh, they're done now. My entire ground floor, where the entrance and the living room and the kitchen and the hallway to the bathroom, the entire thing was redone. I had carpet in two sections that we pulled out and put in new wood that matched the existing wood. Then the whole thing got resurfaced because that existing wood was just atrocious. It was horrible. It was very old. It had gotten very yellow and disgusting and had scratches all over it from the dogs. It was just awful. So the entire thing gets resurfaced. We take out the carpet because for some reason the cats figure this is a good, as good a litter box as anything. I t- God. Oh, boy. The whole thing now, beautiful new wood. It's so nice. I thought we were going to have to replace the entire floor because the whole the existing floor was so horrible. And the professionals, thank God we hired someone good, said, no, 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 you don't understand. This is great, beautiful wood you have. It's just you need to resurface it. Trust me, when I scrape off all this crap and we resurface the whole thing, it's going to be incredible. This is great wood. Don't mess with it. Let us refinish it and then add the new wood where you need to. So that's what we did. And I'm telling you, it looks like a brand new floor. Even the existing stuff looks brand new and fantastic. We left it a more lighter color. We didn't dye it, you know, we didn't dye it a a brown or we didn't dye it hardly any color at all. We left it natural. So it's it's a maple. And so it just looks very natural maple, very light and woody and freaking awesome. But my house has been in chaos for like a month because when you're redoing your floor, you have to move everything off of the floor, the entire floor, which is the entire living floor. You get me? The entrance, the kitchen, the the entire floor that we usually live on, gone. I've got shit everywhere. Stuff is piled up in the garage, piled up in a back room. Uh, it's chaos in this house. And then you've got weeks of just pounding, sanding, just noise everywhere. It's just, you know, ugh, it's been chaos. This is the first time in a long time that we've got some peace. Finally, on Easter Sunday, it was done, and we have peace, and we have quiet in the house, and the floor looks awesome. So I'm hoping that I'll be able to get back sooner now, uh, because all that chaos is behind us. So Thank you for listening, and uh, stick around because there's more cool stuff coming. All right, Prince, the great Prince, rest in peace. God bless you. I'm so sorry that that you had to leave us so soon. We're going to hear a song, and it's Get Off. See ya. How cool is that? That's the money on this gig. (laughs) Come on.
Ladies, you here for the audition? Yes. I'm Diamond, and this is Pearl. Pearl? <laughs> yeah. Slide. Get up. Twenty-three positions in a one-night stand. Get up. I only call you after if you say I can. Get up. Show you, baby, I'm a talented boy. Your big ass round this way so I can work on that zipper, baby. Tonight, you're a star. And I'm a big dipper. On the floor, in the bathroom, standing on the tub and holding on the rod. You're in the closet underneath the clothes, and uh, oh my god. And yeah. you're on the dresser with your feet in the drawers. In the pantry on the shelf, I guarantee you won't be bored. Cool table, yeah, move the sticks. And put the eight ball where it should have stick. Dudley, do no wrong tonight. If now, just let him kick you.
to say.